This podcast is brought to you by RMA, the Risk Management Association. RMA's sole purpose is to advance the use of sound risk management principles in the financial services industry. Learn more at rmahq.org. Hello, my name is Stephen Bartoletti. If you work with financial spreadsheets and your cash flow spreadsheet is designed to deduct maintenance capital expenditures from operating cash flow, you should listen to this because you may be missing lending opportunities and losing good clients. This podcast explains why deducting maintenance capex from operating cash flow became a common practice and why it is wrong. Warren Buffett himself has said, maintenance capex is a necessary use of cash. It is not discretionary. As fixed assets are used up, a company must replace them. I agree. Maintenance capex is a critical use of cash that must be taken into our analysis of cash flow, but it does not entirely come out of operating cash flow. Let's start with this question. Why was maintenance capex left out of the statement of cash flows? Because the statement of cash flows was not intended to report all cash flows, it only reports the net change in cash flows. For mathematical simplicity, it nets out, excludes, all naturally recurring cash flows. Maintenance capex is one of those. Which raises the next question. What other cash flows were left out of the statement of cash flows? Finance 101 taught us that cash flow can be divided into three types. Investment, financing, and operating. To analyze investment and financing cash flows, we must turn to the balance sheet. The left side, assets, reports investments. The right side, liabilities and equity, report where the cash came from, from owners and creditors. Investment cash flows must always be balanced with financing cash flows. Sam's Trucking must buy a truck to replace one that is old and worn out. The replacement truck is maintenance capex. I'm going to call it replacement capex to make it clear that I am using the strictest accounting definition, which is the amount of capital expenditures necessary to replace the portion of fixed assets that was used up, that is, depreciated. Replacing that which has been depreciated leaves total fixed assets unchanged. We invest in fixed assets because we believe they will be used to generate revenue, cash flow. That cash must be returned to the investors, first to repay the bank loan, CPLTD, but also to return to the company the cash that it invested in the fixed assets, the down payment on that original truck. That's important because the company can use the same recovered cash as its down payment for the replacement truck. Thus, the cycle begins all over. The new truck replaces the old truck. A new loan replaces the old loan, and the equity investment is recycled. So the balance sheet is unchanged. All of this is naturally recurring investment and financing cash flows, which net to zero. So the statement of cash flows leaves it all out. Back to the question. Where does the cash come from to finance the replacement truck to pay for maintenance capex? from operating cash flow? Well, a small part of it does. The cash that the company needs for the down payment on the replacement truck, 
recovered from its investment in the first truck, does come back through revenue from operations. But most of the cash can come from a replacement loan, which is a financing cash flow, not an operating cash flow. The practice of deducting maintenance capex in investment cash flow without also factoring in its corresponding financing cash flow, replacement debt, has the effect of severely overstating the deduction. Think of it logically. If we deduct the full cost of the replacement truck from operating cash flow, that's like saying the truck must generate so much cash that the company can repay the corresponding loan and replace the truck, in which case the company does not need us anymore. Clearly, the drop in lending would be bad for the lender, but it's also bad for the borrower. Because if the company finances replacement assets with 100% equity, that is, without any replacement debt, its leverage will drop, and with it, its return on equity. So, here is the big message. For mathematical simplicity, the statement of cash flows excludes all recurring investment and financing cash flows that naturally net to zero. In so doing, it diminishes the importance of these cash flows. For those of us who make loans to small and medium enterprises, the loans that we make are financing cash flows. And the purpose of the loans, to acquire assets, are investment cash flows. Maintenance CapEx is only one of those. The proper way to analyze investment and financing cash flows is in their normal balance sheet cycles. The balance sheet may be a snapshot in time, but it is not stagnant. All balance sheet accounts are sources and uses of cash. Perhaps we should restore the importance of the balance sheet in cash flow analysis by renaming it the cash cycle balance sheet. This brief podcast probably raises many questions. Some are answered in the more inclusive article in the October 2018 issue of the RMA Journal. The complete framework is in the book, Cash Flow 3.0, Advances in Cash Flow Lending Based on Sustainable Cycles, available at Amazon. But please, feel free to contact me directly. I welcome dialogue. My website is www.sme-lending.com, SME standing for Small and Medium Enterprises. So again, sme-lending.com. Thank you.